Heavenly Father, we are here together in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ to hear the words of God. All your words, as you said, spirit and life, Lord. Uh, give us spirit of wisdom and revelation and open our eyes of understanding and open our ears to hear your words, Lord, so that we may be able to keep your words in our heart so that we may be able to work in the light, Lord. Your word, lamp on food, and also light on path, Lord. In the name of Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Yeah, let me read the book of Psalm, chapter 95, okay? O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let him make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise unto him with psalms. For the Lord is great God and the great King above all gods. In his hand are the deep places of the earth strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hand formed the dry land. O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker, for he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, Hark, harden not your heart as in the provocation and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my work, forty years long was I grieved with this generation and said, it is a people that do all in their heart and they have not known my ways. Unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Okay, let's go to the scripture, 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 8 to 11. First Timothy chapter 4, verse 8 to 11, okay? The bodily exercise profits little, but godliness, godliness is profitable unto all things, having promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation. For therefore, 
we both labor and suffer reproach because we trust in the living God who is the Savior of all men, especially of those that believe. These things command and teach. All right. Yeah, today's sermon is related to um, comparison, exercise of body, uh, versus you know training of godliness, spiritual exercise and physical exercise, a little bit related but totally a big difference. Uh, Apostle Peter testifies the very important thing that Timothy must teach and command the saints in his church. He is his own spiritual son as well as a pastor of his church that he founded. It is a word about the godly leaves of saints. Apostle Paul first advises Pastor Timothy to train himself to be godly, talking about the godly leaves of the saints. We can compare godliness with the exercise of the body. Through the training of the body, it can bring forth the good health of the body, but the godliness is profitable unto all things, having promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. And that means what? A bodily exercise is profitable a little bit, you know, when, our, when we are alive in the earth, right? Our body, but spiritual Spiritual godliness, spiritual exercise of godliness is forever. What is godliness? God, godliness. Whosoever believes in Jesus Christ, receiving Holy Spirit with Christ Jesus, we are on the way imitating Christ Jesus. You know, that's why it's a godliness. It is also possible to maintain healthy body by passing through the process of overcoming oneself in order to exercise for training, even though it is less ben beneficial than godliness. Likewise, the training of the soul and the spirit cannot be achieved a godlike life without passing through more suffering of self-denial and bearing cross. To learn more about godly discipline for the saints in the New Testament era, it is necessary to know the example of the Israelites, the people of Israel who had been slaughtered in Egypt for 400 years and then saved and passed through the wilderness for 40 years after being baptized in the Red Sea. Stephen, one of the deacons at the time, testified that during his sermon, they were in the church in the wilderness. He said in his sermon, This is the Moses which said unto the children of Israel, A prophet shall the Lord your God raise up unto you of your brethren, like unto me, him shall you hear. This is he that was in the church in the wilderness, with the angel which spake to him 
in the Mount of Sinai and with our fathers who received the lively oracle to give unto us. Yeah, at the time, the people of Israel had to go through extreme godly disciplines as they marched through the wilderness towards the land of Canaan, the land of promise of God, after they saved from Egypt. God had given them extreme discipline under the king Pharaoh to enter into the, the land promised to their father Abraham. Finally, when they cried out to God, God sent Moses and Aaron, his servants. God made them know that he is the one who judges the world by bringing about ten plagues to save them from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Even today, God permits all kinds of suffering to those that are foreknown by him living in the world like Egypt to let them realize that this world is not the place to live in order to save them. God also sends evangelists for them to hear the gospel and to be saved by grace through faith. Apostle Paul testifies saying, for whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate it to be conformed to the image of his son, that's Jesus. And it might be the firstborn among many brethren. When he says Jesus firstborn, right, that means he's the first man born of the Holy Spirit. Moreover, whom he did predestinate it, them he also called, and whom he called, them he also justified, and whom he justified, them he also glorified. That is right. To make the people of Israel to be the holy nation, to live in a new earth promised unto their father Abraham, the Lord God let them pass through extreme training of godliness in the wilderness for 40 years. Likewise, those who are saved today and become children of God are at the same time becoming brothers and sisters of Jesus Christ. Therefore, after they have been saved, they are trained to be spiritually trained, and at last, they pass through many sufferings in order to conform to the image of Jesus Christ. When the people of Israel were finally released from Egypt, they eagerly followed Moses and passed through the Red Sea. After the Lord God swept all the Egyptian armies that were following them into the Sea of the Red Sea, they glorified God with praise. They sang Moses and children of Israel this song unto the Lord, and spoke, saying, I will sing unto the Lord, for he hath triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider hath he thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and song, and he has become my salvation. He is my God, and I will prepare him a habitation, my Father's God, and I will exalt him. You know what happened? They were, you know, flee from Egypt, right? Then right after that, you know, the Pharaoh and his armies, you know, uh, followed them to just, you know, kill them again. But after people of Israel, you know, uh, just passed through Red Sea, right? When God divided the Red Sea, 
All of them were saved from the Red Sea, but all other armies of Pharaoh, they drowned into the sea. Everyone, including Pharaoh, died in the sea. You know, as you see the, today's bulletin, right? Two pictures, right? First picture is one. You know, how it looked like the field of, field of chariot of Pharaoh, right? Uh, in a circle, in a kind of cross, right? It is, you know, shown in the picture, you know, drawn by the Egyptian. But the second picture under, uh, under them, uh, under it is, you know, uh, one of uh, the field of the chariot of Egyptian, right, still left a bottom of Red Sea. Yeah, same, same shape, right? Yeah, you can take a reference. As the people of Israel were saved, sprinkling the blood of the Lamb outside the door, we Christians are saved from sin, death, and curse by faith in the blood of Jesus Christ and Lamb of God, and we are baptized. The baptized Christians are free from the power of the devil like Pharaoh and will give praise to God with joy. However, the Israelites who were saved from Egypt by the grace of God, as well as Christ, a Christian who are saved from the world, are still in the appearance of sinners. Just legally saved, right? The, you know, in other words, through the training of the body, as we are changed to be sound body, eliminating all kinds of toxics you know, from our body, you know, God removes all sins that are still deeply rooted in God's people's body and children who are saved through the training of godliness. Because the people of Israel were saved, before they saved, they were the slaves of Pharaoh and served him and lived miserably. God did not lead them immediately to the promised land after they had been saved, but he trained them for 40 years making them wonder in the wilderness. Finally, only those who have gone through the training and become clean enter the promised land. Likewise, those who have been saved and become the children of God cannot be sanctified without the tremendous training of godliness as the old people of Israel. The Israelites had passed through the physical wilderness, but the children of God these days who have been saved passed through the spiritual wilderness. Those who came out of Egypt and entered the wilderness were not how trapped in places where there was no food or water to drink. They were totally trapped. There was only the sky, heaven, where it was open. They had uh, eaten the bread that Pharaoh had given to them, but now they had to eat like a manna, God's bread from heaven. They also had to drink water from the rock. Yeah, when Moses, you know, strike a rock, you know, the water came out from the rock just like a river. Millions and millions of Israel people, you know, drink and also all their, you know, Animals, okay, enough to drink. Apostle Paul testified about the rock. Moreover, brethren, I would not that you should be ignorant 
how that all our fathers were under the cloud and all passed through the sea and were all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea and did all eat the same spiritual meat and did all drink the same spiritual drink for they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them and that rock was Christ. Yeah, that's right. Just as they ate the bread that came down from heaven in the wilderness and drank the water from the rock. Christian eat the word of God, the spiritual meat, and drink the spirit, the living water. That is spiritual water, as Jesus said. As the living Father hath sent me, and I live by the Father, so he that eateth me, even he shall live by me. This is that bread which came down from heaven, not as your fathers did eat manna, and are that he that eateth of this bread shall live forever. Yeah, the verse of God is from heaven. It's the different from, you know, the bread from the world. Same thing. The, the water we drink is what? The Holy Spirit. Eternal life. It is different from the water from the world. Finally, Moses testified to, to those who have passed the training godliness and prepared to enter the promised land. Canaan remembering the past 40 years. Before they went into the you know, promised land. Remembering in you know, 40 years, Moses said to the people of Israel, Thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord by God led thee these 40 years in the wilderness to humble thee, yeah, to make thee humble, and to prove thee to know what was in thine heart, whether thou wouldst would keep his commandments or no. And he, he humbled thee and suffered thee to hunger and fed thee with manna, which thou knowest not, neither did by thy fathers know that he might make thee know that man does not live by bread only, but by every word that proceeds out of the Mouth of the Lord does man live. The raiment, thy raiment waxed not. Their you know, clothes are not worn out. It's a miracle. And all upon thee, neither did thy foot swell. They just have worked 40 years. You know, their, their foot never, never swell. These 40 years, it's a miracle of God. Almighty God. Thou shalt also consider in thine heart that as a man chastens his son to the Lord, thy God chastens thee. Therefore, thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God to walk in his ways and to fear him. Yeah, they're surprised to find them, you know. Forty years, they never, you know, they never uh, ripen seed and harvest, but you know, they ate the, you know, heavenly bread and they you know drink you know spiritual spiritual uh, you know drink.
from the rock that is Christ Jesus, okay? And Moses hit the rock by his rod, you know, a lot of waters came out, same thing. Jesus is rock. The people hit his body to kill him. Whosoever believe in him. Now, flat, uh, still 20 years, you know, uh, drinking spiritual water, that is eternal life. All right? That's what Jesus said, whosoever believe in me. The river of living water will flow out from their belly. Yeah. Okay, in conclusion, people of God, as well as his children, cannot reach godliness without disciplining. Apostle Paul testified about this discipline of the children of God. You have not yet resisted unto blood, striving against sin. And you have forgotten the exaltation which speaks unto you as unto children, my son. Despise not thou the chastening of the Lord, nor faint when thou art rebuked of him. For whom the Lord loves is chastens, and scourge every son whom he receives. If you endure the chastening, God deals with you as with son, for what son is he whom the father chastens not? But if you be without chastisement, whereof all are partakers, then you are bastards and not sons. There are many American people, you know, curses others, you know, you are bastard, bastard, you know. The bastard is what? Actually, the son without father. You know that? Not knowing father. Actually, you know, uh, here the bastard means, you know, whosoever not children of God. God calls them like a bastard. And there's so many people, you know, in America, bastard, bastard, because they are not saved yet, you know. They call one to another bastard, bastard. You know, that's the reason why. Why the word bastard, you know, came from. The Bible says about that. If we are children of God, whenever we sin, God will chasten us, scourging us, okay, to correct us. All right? If there's nothing happens, we are not his son, just a bastard. I believe all of you are not bastard. You are precious children of God. I bless all of you in the name of Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.